Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet, and I will be your reader today, this Sunday, the 22nd of October, or the 7th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. This new week, we have a new parasha, and it's called Lech Lecha, which means go forth. And the scripture reading from the Torah today will be Genesis, or Bereshit, chapter 12, verses 1 through 13. And before we start reading the scriptures, let's thank and bless the Lord for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then the Lord said to Abram, Get going out from your land and from your relatives and from your father's house, to the land that I will show you. My heart's desire is to make you into a great nation, to bless you, to make your name great so that you may be a blessing. My desire is to bless those who bless you, but whoever curses you, I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. So Abraham went just as the Lord had spoken to him. Also Lot went with him. Now Abraham was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. Abraham took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his nephew, and all their possessions that they had acquired, and the people that they had acquired in Haran, and they left to go to the land of Canaan, and they entered into the land of Canaan. Avram passed through the land as far as the place of Shechem, as far as Moreh's big tree. The Canaanites were in the land then. Then the Lord appeared to Avram and said, I will give this land to your seed. So there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved to the mountain to the east of Bethel and erected his tent with Bethel to the west and Ai to the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. So Avram kept on journeying southward. Now there was a famine in the land, 
So Avram went down to Mitzrayim to live as an outsider there, because the famine was severe in the land. Just as he was about to enter Mitzrayim, he said to Sarai, his wife, Look, please, I know that you are an attractive woman. So when the Egyptians see, they see you, they'll say, This is his wife, and they'll kill me, but you, they'll let live. Please say that you are my sister, so that I'll be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. When Avram came to Mitzrayim, the Egyptians did see that the woman was very beautiful. Indeed, Paro's officials saw her, and they raved about her to Paro. Then the woman was taken into Paro's house. But Avram was treated well for her sake, and he got sheep, cattle, male donkeys, male and female slaves, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord struck Paro and his household with great plagues because of Sarai, Avram's wife. So Paro called Avram and said, What's this that you did to me? Why didn't you tell me that she is your wife? Why did you say she is my sister, so that I took her to be my wife? Now here is your wife. Take and go. Then Paro instructed men concerning him, and they expelled him with his wife and everything that belonged to him. That was Genesis, or Bereshit, chapter 12. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and we will read Joshua, or Yehoshua, chapter 14. Now these are the portions that Bnei Israel possessed in the land of Canaan, which Elazar the Kohen and Yehoshua son of Nun, and the heads of the ancestral houses of the tribes of Bnei Israel apportioned to them. Their inheritance was by the lot, as the Lord had commanded by Moshe's hand, for the nine tribes and a half-tribe. For Moshe had given the inheritance of the two tribes and the half-tribe across the Yarden. But he gave no inheritance to the Levites among them. For the children of Yosef became two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. They gave no portion to the Levites in the land, except towns to live in, with their pasture lands around them for their livestock and for their cattle. As the Lord had commanded Moshe, so Bnei Israel did, and apportioned the land. Then the children of Yehuda approached Yehoshua in Gilgal, and Caleb, son of Yefunah, the Kenesite, said to him, You know the word that the Lord had spoken to Moshe, the man of God, at Kadesh Barnea concerning me and you. I was forty years old when Moshe, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought him back word as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my fellows that went up with me made the heart of the people melt with fear, but I fully followed the Lord my God. So Moshe swore on that day, saying, Surely the land on which your foot has trodden will be an inheritance to you and to your children forever, because you have fully followed the Lord my God. So now, behold, 
the Lord has kept me alive, just as he said, these forty-five years, since the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moshe, while Israel was journeying in the wilderness. And now, behold, I am eighty-five years old today. I am still as strong today as I was in the day that Moshe sent me. As my strength was then, so is my strength now, for war and for going out and coming in. Now, therefore, give me this hill country about which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day how the Anakim were there, as well as great fortified cities. Perhaps the Lord will be with me, and I will drive them out, just as the Lord has spoken. So Yeshua blessed him, and he assigned Hebron to Caleb, son of Yephune, as his portion. Therefore Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, son of Yephune, the Kenesite, to this day, because he followed the Lord the God of Israel fully. Now the name of Hebron formerly was Kiryat Arba, for Arba was the greatest man among the Anakim. Then the land had rest from war. That was Joshua chapter 14. Now we have our portion from the writings and we will read Psalm or Tehilim 14. For the music director of David. The fool said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. Their deeds are vile. There is no one who does good. The Lord looked down from heaven on the children of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek after God. They all turned aside, became corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Will evildoers never understand? Those who consume my people as they eat bread and never call on the Lord. There they are, in great dread. For God is with the righteous generation. You would frustrate the plan of the lowly. Surely the Lord is his refuge. Oh, may he give Israel salvation out of Zion. When the Lord restores his captive people, Yaakov will rejoice. Israel will be glad. That was Psalm 14. And now we have arrived at our final portion for today. And we will read from the Apostolic Writings, Matthew or Matiteo, chapter 12, verses 1 through 21. Chapter 12, verses 1 through 21. At that time, Yeshua went through the grain fields on Shabbat. His disciples became hungry and began to pluck heads of grain and eat them. But when the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not permitted on Shabbat. But he said to them, Haven't you read what David did when he became hungry, and those with him? How he entered into the house of God, and they ate the showbread, which was not permitted for him to eat, nor for those with him, but only for the Kohanim. Or haven't you read in the Torah that on Shabbat the Kohanim in the temple break Shabbat and yet are innocent? But I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what this means, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, 
you wouldn't have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is Lord of Shabbat. Leaving from there, he went into their synagogue. A man with a withered hand was there. And so that they might accuse him, they questioned Yeshua, saying, Is it permitted to heal on Shabbat? He said to them, What man among you will not grab his sheep and lift it out, if it falls into a pit on Shabbat? How much more valuable, then, is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is permitted to do good on Shabbat. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored, as healthy as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. Knowing this, Yeshua went away from there, and large crowds followed him, and he healed them all. And he sternly warned them not to make him known. This was to fulfill what was spoken through Ayeshayahu the prophet, saying, Here is my servant whom I chose, the one I love, in whom my soul takes delight. I will put my ruach upon him, and he shall proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A crushed reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out, until he brings forth justice to victory, and in his name the nations shall hope. That was Matthew 12, 1 through 21. And if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, then you would also read 2 Peter chapter 3 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you a blessed new week. Shavuot Tov and Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.